0: Welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Adam and Maestro. I'm Adam. And I'm... Maestro. Maestro. This week, we're taking a listener request from my mom. Yeah. Or if you heard last week on Fifty Shades Darker, my birth mom. Your birth (laughs) mom. (laughs) My mom. Uh, We're watching 1974's The Taking of Pelham 123, spelled out O-N-E-T-W-O-T-H-R-E-E. Yeah. So this is not the remake with Denzel. We warned you last week. Don't watch that one. If you watch that one, you're watching the raw movie. Right. Uh, I'll tell you who's in it, and we'll go from there. I'll tell you why she picked this movie. This movie was directed by Joseph Sargent and it stars Walter Matthau, Robert Shaw, Hector Elizondo, Earl Hindman, and Jerry Stiller. Jerry Stiller, man. Let me get you a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. In New York, armed men hijack a subway car and demand a ransom of $1 million for the passengers. Even if it's paid, how could they escape? I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this movie before? No. I've never seen this movie. I've only seen the remake, Maestro. Have you ever seen this original movie up up until this point? No, Nope. this is the first time. So my mom picked this movie. The reason she picked this movie is because she really likes it. But she's also a train operator. I was about to say she works in trains. Yes, she's the uh, she's she drives the train. So she's uh, a conductor. Uh, yeah, so she's the oh, the terms operator oh. conductor is a uh, like the MetroLink because that's okay. big heavy rail trains.
1: Those are conductors. Wait, but then this movie the conductor drives the train. Okay, well, hold on. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, um, conduct the people. Oh, wait, that's this. Oh, <laughs> That's the dead one? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. So, uh,
0: so light rail trains, from what I remember from my mom, are pass it are they're trains that are fewer than 10 cars? cars. Yeah. But in New York, they're 10 car trains, but they're also heavy rail trains. So in New York, the subways are considered heavy rail. But the trains out here, have you ever been on like the gold line, the green line, the red line? Those are considered light rail trains. So they're called operators. So my mom operates right now. She's on the gold line, which is from East LA up through until Azusa. Okay. I know there's a real regional reference. Yeah, man. You got to live in this area to know what we're talking about. So my mom drives the trains. So whenever there's a movie that she watches that involves trains, like when we – do you ever see Collateral? The Tom Cruise movie? Remember it ends when they're on the red line? I do not remember that. Well, the movie ends with – they escape from him on the red line. Well, the, in the in the movie, Tom Cruise jumps on the back of the train and he opens the door. My mom says, no, no, no. She used to drive the <laughs> red line. She goes, no, no, no. That's not how it works. They can't just slide it open. And they're going passenger car to passenger car. She goes, no, our trains aren't like New York subway trains where you can right. do that.
1: She had similar complaints about Money Train, about the whole so the, this the is our second, or something.
0: Yeah. So this is our, our second train movie because yeah, we yeah. did Money Train. That's right. That was also a New York train movie with New York transit cops. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so any time there's a movie with a train, my mom's like, nope, that's not correct. Nope, that's not correct. Understood. So I called her today on my lunch break. She said pretty much everything in this movie is accurate as far as trains go. Oh. Except for when the train is a runaway train. Yeah. So I'll explain that okay. when we get there. But she said for the most part, everything you see in here is accurate for the most part. Did you see the remake? She's seen both movies. Okay. She loves this one better than the Denzel right.
1: one. So I'm assuming this
0: one's more accurate than the Denzel one. Oh, yeah. One. She said the Denzel one is ridiculous okay. on how trains... She says she says that, <laughs> that's from like a fantasy world on how trains work.
1: Right. I figured.
0: Like last week's episode, how it was a fantasy world about exactly. BDSM. Right. on 50 Shades Darker.
1: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. So you said you watched uh, Adam...
1: Both I, versions of the movie? I did watch both mm-hmm. because I, I, I watched the original one first, uh-huh. and then out of curiosity, I'm like let me check out the uh, let me check out the Denzel one. Uh-huh. Uh, I liked Mathao's version much better, much better. Yep. Uh, in, in a weird way, I think they both spoke to the time in which they were made. Uh huh. And I, maybe I just don't like our current time <laughs> so much. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's why I call myself the the rat pack i I, I, I like I'm fonder of the older days, uh uh-huh. which usually does not translate into movies because you don't like movies for nineteen ninety yeah because production values, yes, but as far as th- this one was like a snapshot of a time period mm-hmm. that I was like, I wish I was part of that.
0: <laughs> I really enjoyed this movie, yeah, I really enjoyed this movie going in, I was like oh i don't know,
1: but watching it I, from the get go I was like i'm in, yeah, this is great. I, I had the same thought. And the only reason I watched the second one was because like, I like the first one. Like, yeah, all right, let me check out the new one. It wasn't like, uh, ah, let me see if they did any better. It was just like, let me see what they did with this new one. Mm-hmm. But I, I did enjoy the first one much more than I thought I was going to be, yeah. because of the, the time period in which it was made. Okay. But because it was a snapshot, I think that helped a lot. Now
0: the remake is Travolta. He's, he's like face off Travolta, right? Oh, he's, absolutely. he's
1: over the top. Yeah. Just, ooh, wait, hey, you good looking? Yeah. You're the, hot. The, the, the thing that bumped me the most about the second movie was the excessive use of profanity. Like, like over the top. So uh-huh. Like, you, you, didn't need, you didn't need to. Do I, I get they're trying to make Travolta, like, crazy. Like, oh, motherfucker. You, everybody's a motherfucker all yeah. the time. It's like, all right, all right, relax, relax, man. Plus, he's a banker. Yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Banker. He's, banker. A, he's a banker in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, so they took a lot of liberties with the second one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe they tried to make it more, like I said, to the times, make people draw them in or whatever. The first one was just like, "This is what's happening," and that's it. Mm-hmm. Here's the story, mm-hmm. and I think it did a decent job.
0: What I like about this movie that we're reviewing, the original, that train's hijacked in like less than ten minutes, dude. A modern movie, you got—they're gonna introduce Denzel. They're gonna introduce, well, in yeah. this case, Walter Matthau. You're gonna get his backstory. Yeah, it'll be like half hour before that train gets hijacked. Right. It's- I like in this one. Instantly. All right, here's the situation. Right, we're moving from here.
1: Basically, before the opening credits are even over, before mm-hmm. they can put all the names on the screen, it's like we're already we're already in it. Uh-huh. We got it. They they told the story. I think I was, I was trying to think of it. I wanted to say like there was a Hans versus a Simon. Oh as my far, god! As far as the theft, dude. I, I no <laughs> joke.
0: I was going to ask you, Mister Blue, which Gruber brother would he be? Would he be Simon or would he be Hans? I, he he gets away, he gets away with it for the most part.
1: Yeah, I, I thought about it a lot, and I wanted to say that it, it was the uh, Hans was Travolta and Simon was uh, uh, Robert Shaw it was Robert Shaw. However, upon more reflection, they're both Hanses. <laughs> it's just it's not it's not done well enough because yeah. well, well we'll get I don't want to get too far ahead of the movie, but so do you know who Robert Shaw is? Do you know what his other and most notable role is?
0: I, I, I recognize the name. He's Quint from Jaws. He's Jersey Jaws? Yes. He's the sh- he's the guy who hunts sharks, who has the boat that they yeah. go out. We're going to need it. uh no, right. that's uh that's the main guy. He's the guy who, he's the boat captain. Yeah. Who, who ha- shows the scars like I got this scar here right, right. from chasing that thre- that hammerhead shark. Yeah. That's Robert Shaw.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And then Walter Matthau, grumpy old man. Yep. Felix in uh <laughs> uh the odd couple. The Odd couple? Absolutely. Oh, he's, he's great. Been in several comedies. Hector Elizondo's in this. He's been in, like, everything.
1: everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, it took a while to figure out who he was. Because at, at the beginning, I thought he was, like, Edward James Olmos, but like, the time period doesn't oh, match no. up. Yeah. But he's, he's got that kind of look. Like, maybe before his whole, like, face acne thing or whatever.
0: Now, this person, I was shocked when I found out who he is. Mr. Brown. Yeah. You know who he is, right? Oh, the, the one with the stutter? Who told you to talk? No. Mr. Brown? He is Wilson from Home Improvement.
1: What? Brown Earl Earl Hindman. Hindman. That's amazing. Oh yes, of course I see it now with yep. his, with more recent picture. Yep. Wow. He was Wilson
0: <laughs> in Home Improvement, Look at and that. he was Mister Mister Brown in this movie. And of course, <laughs> in the in the station. Oh yeah. Hoochie Baba!
1: <laughs> serenity now.
0: Frank <laughs> Frank Costanza, Jerry Stiller, the good Stiller. The, the you said the the Stiller <laughs> that has the comedic chops. Yes absolutely of the family <laughs> oh he's great oh and the mom from everyone loves raymond doris roberts she's the mayor's wife oh for one scene okay i don't I remember it yeah and the mayor so the so the former mayor of new york his name is ed koch okay ed koch everyone this movie first came out this wasn't in trivia but i remember reading it somewhere the guy who played the mayor in this movie looks so much like ed koch people think that he's in actually in the movie oh, that's great so I know who he – I knew who Ed Koch was because he was always on TV when I was a kid. Okay. In Batman, the Nicholson, Keaton Batman, yeah. the mayor of Gotham is this same guy. And when I was a kid, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, they got the mayor of New York in Gotham. But he's not the actual mayor of Gotham. He's right. this actor who kind of looks like the That's real That's good guy. casting. Yeah, it's good, great casting. Is,
1: is Gotham supposed to be New York like the closest thing? Or no. Maybe like in Detroit?
0: No. actually um, – <laughs> I think you're going to get mad at this. Uh. Metropolis is supposed to be no, no Gotham. The Metropolis. No, is no, no, no. I know, I, I know. Oh. I know. Um, so in the Batman v Superman movie, Gotham and Metropolis are across the bay oh, from each other. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember yeah. this? Yeah. No, in the comics, it's different. So from what I remember, Metropolis is supposed to be like um Connecticut, and I think Gotham is supposed to be either Jersey or like oh, Maryland. God. Damn it! It's like, but,
1: I, I, but the I wire took place up, in
0: Maryland, dude. And I can kind of see Batman patrolling oh, okay. like like the wire that makes universe. Sense.
1: Yeah. I, I had to look this up at one point to get backgrounds for some stuff we did on Rat Pack Productions. Uh-huh. And I don't remember anymore. <laughs> Damn it. No, who cares? So this movie. This movie reminded me a lot of Die Hard.
0: In the sense okay. of like yeah, yeah. Cause I when we reviewed Die Hard, I said Die Hard. Pacing-wise, it's brisk. It's always moving. There's always something happening. There's yes. A, it's a very tight script. Right. There's not a lot of fat there. Right. I felt the same way with this movie. Yeah. It moves. There's not a lot of fat. Every scene, you need every scene in the movie to to, to lead you down the, the story path. Absolutely. Every scene is connected. Every scene works. There's no throwaway scenes. It, it, everything works.
1: Yeah. I agree. Uh, the only problem I had with this, mm-hmm. which uh, uh, is is weird because it's, it's, it's out. I didn't Oh okay. I didn't I didn't buy him Is as it, who You used to seeing him in com- comedic roles or no. No, it just it, he didn't sell the role to me. Okay. Like it, it, it he didn't I don't know. He he was too like casual about it, I think. Like when, when scenes were happening, they were supposed to be like emotionally charged, he was just kind of like moving through it like like uh it didn't affect him as much as I think it should have affected him. Uh-huh. Everyone else in that department was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And and he was just he was just calm. And he was just kind of like not very affected by it. Mhm. The most effect that he got was like I'm here for the people. I want to save the people. That was like the most like passion he got about anything mm-hmm. in the entire movie. I thought, and especially this, the the last scene. I was oh, like, <laughs> you don't even care, bro. I, I
0: loved the movie <laughs> up until that last that la- very that very last shot. I was yeah. like, oh,
1: but that that summed on. up his whole performance to me. Just yeah. like a like, meh. I'm here. <laughs> was he was he big time at this at this point? I think so. He's
0: He's always been well known, him and Jack Lemmon. They've always yeah. been well known throughout their
1: whole career. So I'm sure in this era he was a big deal. I, don't know, I, just, I just I feel like somebody else could have done that a better job there. Everyone else I think was was good at what they were trying to portray, and he was just kind of like a. I feel like he was a name. They needed a name, uh-huh. so let's bring this guy in. And it just he, he didn't he didn't sell me on his character. Yeah, Denzel sold me more on his character okay. than, than Matha did. Which is a whole different character. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like a ridiculously different character. Yes, he's Denzel being a.
0: Uh, I, I remember hearing that somewhere. Every Denzel role is just, oh, it's Denzel being a cop.
1: It's Denzel being. Oh, a – Oh, see, I didn't get that. I didn't get that from Denzel. Not in, not in the Pelham no. One, Two, Three. Denzel in, in in the remake of Pelham was more like Brad Pitt in the Mexican, which okay. was like, it's yeah, it's him, but it's it's so anti his character. It, it was it was refreshing to see. Like when he, when Brad Pitt was in the Mexican, he was kind of like just a dopey guy. that's like I don't know. Uh, he, he wasn't like suave or anything. It was like uh-huh. it was nice to see him that way. Okay. And this one, uh, it, Denzel was kind of just like a fumbling. Like I, I I I I don't know. He didn't have the command that he usually has in roles. Yeah. Which was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the only good thing about that movie, I think. <laughs> yeah. But but in the, in the original one, I just I I, I couldn't get him. I couldn't. Everything else is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was there was so much racism. Oh yeah, well yeah, it's a movie of its time. I know when the,
0: when they're <laughs> when they're talking about uh, um, he sounds like he has a British accent, and Walter Mathers says, or maybe he's a fruitcake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like should we like have that. fruitcake here? <laughs> like,
1: wow. Oh yeah, it's a product of its time. <laughs> and then the Japanese guys are in there. What the hell are these chinks doing down here? <laughs> right. Get the monkeys out of here. They don't understand English anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. Wow, Mr. Gray straight up said, <laughs> "Does the n-word to that one guy on the train?"
1: That's right. Oh. A two-dollar $2 hookah. Oh, that calls that one chick. Oh man! All right. Well, let's get into the movie. Mm-hmm. So the, the beginning starts off. They, they hijack the tr- train pretty easily. There's uh, four but... men.
0: They all have code names. They're all dressed the same in uh with like mustaches, glasses, a hat. Uh, what kind of hat is that? Is that a? It's not like, a fedora. It's like a derby. hat. It's like a newspaper, yeah. a New York newspaper journalist yeah, yeah, yeah. hat. It's like press get your on the paper, side. Here. Yeah, right. Oh, I know what their names are. Is, is that a derby uh, hat? N- oh, I'll find out. Hold on. All right. And uh, overcoats. Right. Each, uh, each each person gets on the train at different stops, and they they have on them these long boxes, mm-hmm. kind of like remember in Terminator 2 when Schwarzenegger has the box of roses, but yeah. it's, it's a shotgun underneath. Right. It, it looks. It's pretty much that. Yeah. And there's Mr. Blue, who's the leader, Robert Shaw. Mr. Mm. Green, who is the um, guy who knows how to run the train. Right. Mr. Previous G- conductor. Yes. Mr. Gray, he- uh, Hector uh, Hector Elizondo, the guy who's been in everything. He's he was so violent he got kicked out of the mafia. Do you remember hearing yeah. that? <laughs> yes. In his file. And then Mr. Brown Wilson, yeah, who's just muscle.
1: Yeah. You're talking about those like straw hats, right? The ones no, that no, are flat brimmed. They they're, they're kind of like. um Damn it! Kind of like the thing that Samuel Jackson always wear, those kingle hats, but but more like relaxed and plaid looking. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a newspaper,
0: yeah. man, a newspaper man from the fifties, that yeah. kind of hat. Check out like a old a old cap? old is, a hat. It's like a it tap. says press on the side, like o- that kind of old newsboy hat. Oh, the Dick Tracy that. hat.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Type in Dick Tracy hat. That's the kind of hat it was.
1: Oh shit, maybe I'm thinking something else then.
0: Yeah, no, I'm getting two. I'm getting two things here.
1: I think I think maybe the the second hats what they change into is what I'm thinking about. That mm-hmm. doesn't matter.
0: So they take they they take over the train, and uh, so Mr. Green, so this is this is this is smart how they do it. Mr. Green goes into the operator's um room, and Mr. Blue is distracting him from the outside, and then Mr. Gray and Mr. Brown tell the the guys in the middle who look out left and right and make sure no one's uh no one's getting stuck in the doors yeah they take over the train and then they separate the front of the train away from the rest of the train and what I love is that everyone in the train is just like
1: yeah like <laughs> bless
0: you it's New York it's like yeah it's New York yeah I I, I, dude, I saw a rat that was like 10 feet tall right. this is nothing yeah I saw a king rats the other day there's a bunch of those rats but what 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 shocks me is this is in a world where there's no phones no tablets. So, I can understand, like, if I'm listening to a podcast on the subway and then terrorists take it over and they separate the train, I wouldn't notice.
1: Yeah. There's none of that in this world. Not, not till you see people like panicking, like, and you look at like, what's, what's happening? Uh huh. Oh, we are slowing down, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be so, so out of it. Absolutely. So, they uncouple. Uh, that's a
0: term. Yeah. That's an
1: industry term. My mom told me. Yeah. the un- a train term.
0: They uncouple the uh, front train and they guide it down and they stop in the middle of the tunnel. And they tell the conductor, take the rest of the passengers from the train we just uncoupled from and lead them back to the station we're going to hold these 17 people and the station is calling palham one two three palham one two three right because he's holding up the rest of the
1: because just like a money train, train there's a whole outline of all the trains uh, and where they are and, and central command yeah so this train is, is stopped. Why are you stopped? What's going on? What's, uh, and then no that answer. guy,
0: that supervisor is like, now the idiots separated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that,
1: guy, that guy was funny. <laughs> that guy was amazing. Yeah. He, he was so like. He's very New York, right? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's, like, and he could be happening. He's like, what the fuck? Not today. Really? Uh-huh. Like, he could be like, oh, this is my last day on the, as a train conductor or whatever. Like, And this happens to me today. Was, everything pissed him off. It was it was perfect. You talked about like uh, the the racist
0: remarks. Yeah. In that command center, there's a there's a woman. She's like the first woman to ever work there. He's like, great, we got a broad here on the first day. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, like I can picture him like adjusting his tie. Yeah. And we already need a plumber to get a ring back. And they're like, Phil, keep it. Because he keeps cussing, and yeah. they go, Phil, keep it down. And he goes, What? If a broad's gonna work at a train station, she's gonna hear cussing.
1: Yeah. So he's perfect. He's, yeah. he's he's uh what is it uh that TV show back in the, old, the, the oh the honeymooners yeah no okay yeah but no, to the, the moon Alice yeah the, that's that's it. the honeymooners but, yeah. but there's another one the uh, all in the family yeah that's the one yeah with Archie and uh, Archie Bunker yeah he's just like crazy like like that was Archie it was Archie working that desk <laughs> just like <laughs> off the crazy racist remarks all the time uh-huh. didn't, didn't care like what 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 do you mean <laughs> I'm wrong here I'm wrong here. <laughs> Saying that, spit got on the plane or the train, whatever. Yeah. yeah, get out
0: of here! Get out of here! Yeah. So he's like, I'm gonna go down there and investigate myself. So he goes down there, and then he gets shot. Yep. And uh they keep raiding. Win. Pelham one, two, three. No one's responding. Meanwhile, yeah, it's a hat. It's fedora. It is a fedora.
1: Yeah. All right. I thought fedora was a uh, Indiana Jones. That is a fedora. That's the same one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you? Are you? T- is it? Is it going to be like complete flat or no? I don't even remember anymore. If it was flat, then it's different one.
0: Okay. Well, while right. Let's call it for door. Well, while this is happening, Walter Matthau is leading. Um, so there's these, uh, bless you, there's these Japanese, what are they, engineers? Or? They're
1: from the Tokyo train department.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why they're here. To learn from us? Oh, well, here we go, Adam. Check this out. So my mom is currently testing these new trains that MTA bought, and they, got, they bought them from Japan. So the, com- the Japanese well, – That makes sense. So the Japanese company sent these trains to America and they also sent engineers. So my mom is testing the new trains with the engineers, giving them feedback like, you know, it's too hard on this turn. Yeah. They got to go at max speed.
1: Let's see how fast it will go. Stuff like that. that. That I get. Us getting it from them. Yeah. But it seems like they're touring us to learn from us. Maybe I don't get it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, because like maybe right now na-
0: swapping information. Yeah, because right now uh, Japanese electronics and gadgets and everything are just like top of the line now. Yeah, nineteen seventy four. Yeah, they're starting to okay get up there electronics wise.
1: Maybe it's the whole like let's take notes, see what they're doing, so we do the opposite. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's <laughs> what's going on. Walter out, he's uh,
0: he's in the New York Transit Authority Police Department. Like he's a sergeant or a detective. Yeah, he's he's way up there.
1: He's police a, lieutenant, pl- pl- police lieutenant. That's what it is. So he's
0: leading him around town, and he thinks they don't understand English. Yeah, and he's like, ah, you guys are a bunch of dummies. You don't know what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: So at the beginning, the tour is like legitimate, uh-huh. but little by little, you see him like his patience wearing thin and because just, like, they keep
0: going like, oh hello,
1: They're yeah, like, oh oh. They keep bowing to everyone they
0: meet, and he just he thinks they just don't they don't speak English.
1: Yeah, but 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 yet he still keeps like, explaining everything. <laughs> yeah, so like yeah. if, he, if they don't understand English, then just start pointing at things and just saying random things. Uh huh. Like and that's the. uh that's the Bangadir headlights thing we got over there. Uh-huh. Now, the trains run on halogen fluid mostly, mm-hmm. uh, and that's that's an American thing that we do. I don't know if you guys have halogen fluid mm-hmm. or just making up random things and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they did it better. Yeah.
0: And when they take them uh, into the command center. Which is chaos. It's chaos because Pelham123 is not responding. They still haven't heard from him yet. Yeah. The train is uncoupled. It's causing a delay at uh, back. Rush hour's coming. Everyone's got to get home. Yeah. And like the, the guy who runs command center is like, what are those shakes doing in here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All this fucked up shit. And then finally, they go, uh, thank you for the tour. It was very enlightening. And then they all bow to him. Thank you. I learned very much. Yeah. And then the look on Matthau's face, is like, oh, jeez. Oh, they're
1: going to have my badge for this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now finally... They make contact with Pelham123, and it's Mr. Blue on the line. Yeah. And he says, uh, we have hijacked your train. We want a million dollars, and you have one hour to give it to us. If we don't get the money in one hour, we will execute a hostage every minute, over and out. Yep. So Walter Matthau becomes the point of contact. He's yep. pretty much the guy communicating with him. He's a negotiator. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much a million dollars is equal to in 1974 compared to today? 75 million now? 10 million. 5 million. Uh so okay. split four ways, they were going to take 1.25 each. How was that? Which is funny because they tell the mayor, Mr. Mayor, the the train's been hijacked and they're asking for a billion dollars. Like, this city doesn't have a million dollars? And now it makes that joke from Austin Powers, Oh, even the million dollars" because that's in the 60s. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that far away. Yeah. 1 million dollars and he's like, "We don't have that kind of money?"
1: Yeah. 100 million? Uh uh-huh. Yeah, and then <clears throat> uh, our Starbucks franchise make over a million dollars a day. So, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> I li- I like in the second one where he goes
0: one billion dollars, and they go and the, the they start laughing at him. Yeah, and he goes, Doctor Evil, this is nineteen sixty five. That amount of money doesn't even exist.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh that's a weird movie. It, depending on when the I watch one? it. All, all awesome hours. Oh, powers. okay. Like I, I remember them being hilarious, and watching it again, like, oh, this sucks. Then watching it again, like, oh, this is funny again. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know. Maybe it's based on mood. Yet for some reason, you come back and watch it. Yeah, because it's it's nostalgia. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, we forgot to mention Frank Costanza. Oh, yes, he's also a cop from the Transit Authority. So he works in a different department, which is like well, it's a, dispatch I, almost. Yeah, it's under the Transit Authority umbrella. Yeah. And I think uh, Mathao is his boss somehow.
1: It's unclear what everybody's jobs are. Yeah, but at the same time, you don't care. You just it, it, it seems more technical than it is, or whatever. Fine, great.
0: So, what's going through your mind when you see Frank Costanza sitting right there? I, I, just, I
1: just get excited right away. I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> whatever he's going to say is going to be great. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He, he wasn't over the top hilarious, but uh-huh. he, he played it. He played it just fine the, yeah. the way that it should be played. What he needed to be, right? Not mm-hmm. like his son. Which goes over the top every scene he's in.
0: So the uh, you find they find out that there's a there's an undercover cop amongst the hostages, right? Because there were two undercovers on the train. One got off, and the other one is still on there. So they don't know who it is. Right? It could be a man or a woman. They, they play that pretty heavily.
1: Yeah, almost to the point where you think like, oh, it's gonna be a woman for sure now.
0: Yeah, because he keeps saying sp- yeah. one man's not gonna do anything there, especially if it's a broad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Matt was like, oh, he or she. We don't know. <laughs> The, the way they hopped on that, I thought it was going to be a chick for sure. Uh-huh. But then I also thought it was going to be the black dude. Oh. I thought that was like, that's going to be the twist. That's going to be a great twist. Uh-huh. It's like the black dude, like uh, speaking all dry and whatnot, like, oh, come on, brother. It was like, oh, that's going to be the cop. That'd be great. He just pulls a gun out of his uh, his pimp pants or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure that's where it was going to go. It did not.
0: So they have to figure out. So they have to figure out how are they going to get out of there? That's what they keep saying. Well, if we give them their money... Yeah, you're in a tunnel. You're in a tunnel. Yeah, underground. Seems like how a bad hell, idea. Yeah, how the
1: hell are you going to get it out? Seems of like here? a very Hans plan.
0: <laughs> you ask for a miracle, <laughs> I give you the FBI. Yells. You ask for a miracle, I give you the dead man switch. Yeah. <laughs> the nope. MTA, which I so my mom explained that too. Okay. So as they're communicating through the uh, through the line. Yep. Matthew hears uh, Mr. Green sneeze, and he says,
1: tight." Yeah, which is a common thing. It happens like maybe a few more times.
0: It happens a few times throughout here, and then he figures out that uh, Mr. Blue is a British accent. This is where the guy says, maybe, maybe he's a fruitcake. Yeah,
1: that's
0: all I know about him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's thinking, well, this guy knows how to wa- operate a train. Maybe he's like a, a disgr- disgruntled ex-employee of the transit system. Pull right. up files on everyone who's been terminated within the past you know, year or so.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they start, they start doing research on that front, and in the meantime, now we got uh, on, on the train. Oh shit! I'm trying to confuse movies now. There's no webcam, right, on this one? No. Okay. Seventy-four. <laughs> <In 74? laughs> All right.
0: So on the train, uh, Mister Blue is not is calm and cool, yep. doing his crossword puzzle. Yeah. And they keep reporting in, and he goes, "You have 39 minutes to complete my request, or we start killing hostages." Mister Gray is like fucking unstable. Like he's really he's like. Ready oh, to yeah. kill someone. Absolutely. He's itching. Mr. Brown is whatever. He's just – he's got the tick. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Green, you know, he's Mr. Green. He's sick. He's got the cold. Yeah. Uh, he's, but, he's real old. But through dialogue, you find out that um, Mr. Green, in fact, was a worker on the transit system who yeah. got fired because of a drug bust. He w- – like they remember. thought he was involved in like uh, these guys transporting drugs on the, on the train. Okay. Like part of the handoff. You find out, Mister Blue, was like a mercenary in Africa. He was hired by like African companies yep, to, yep, yep. to like to start like coups or something. Sounds right. And Mister Gray was kicked out of the mafia because he was so violent. Yeah. And I don't. Mister Brown didn't get a backstory. No. He's probably a neighbor who we can't see his face.
1: Right. He exactly. lives next door to a guy on TV. Yeah. He probably hates. Deep his down. name was Brown Brown. <laughs> yeah. Brown 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 Mister Brown Brown. Hmm. Uh, so what's going on? They're, they're trying to uh, organize. Like, hey, do you, do you have what I need now? Or like, oh, we're gonna, we're trying to get you your money. It's yeah. a little complicated with the uh, bureaucracy. Blah blah blah. Yeah, how blah. Yeah,
0: much red tape is it? So the mayor, they got, it, they asked the mayor, what do we
1: do? Pay him the money. We yeah. have no choice. Yeah. By the way, the mayor is sick for some reason. He has uh, the flu. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what, why this is important. in The story. It's not. Yeah, but he's just like he's pretty much dying in bed. Uh huh. Fine, getting shots in the ass mm-hmm. of some sort of uh, B twelve. I don't know. What? A B twelve shot. It's a vitamin cocktail. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. So um they kill the conductor. Do you remember this? So that so there was a black cop. He he gets word from uh I think Oh yeah. The yeah. Tr- command center and he goes, Get down there. Because down there they have snipers, they have all, SWAT down there. They said they could fight World War Three with all the people they have down there. Right. But they can't get close to the train because if they get close to the train they're going to start executing hostages right so someone so that black cop is down there just kind of keeping an eye out and then someone is f- like a middleman fires into the train yeah it's a sniper they think it's a sniper who might have got ballsy
1: tried to take a shot do, do
0: they explain wh- how this happened and Mathow even says we'll never know who
1: who shot okay. first because in the, in the remake they explain it it was it was uh, basically a basically mission impossible type of situation but uh-huh. there was a rat in the uh, in the air vent, that made him drop. Uh, <laughs> uh Tom Cruise down. Uh-huh. Same thing. Uh, I guess a rat bit the sniper, and he. Yeah. Oh. And he shot him. Fired off a shot.
0: Yeah. And this one, no, they never explained who it is.
1: Okay, that was that was weird, right?
0: Yeah. Well, somebody slipped. There's gunfire back and forth, and they, um, Mr. This, Blue, kills the. This is uh, while the money's on the way. The money's already like down coming well, downtown. They're, the they're still like counting it. Okay. They're still because ca- that's the next scene where oh, they right. actually get the money prepped, and uh, so Mr. Blue. Dude, this is very Simon Gruber-esque. He goes, what's your name, sir? To the conductor. And he goes, oh, my name's so-and-so. He goes, do me a favor. Go outside uh, of the train. And then he kills him dead to show, hey, we're not fucking around here. Right. So he kills the conductor. Yep. And now this is where the money's ready to go. They only have like eight minutes
1: left. Yeah, because at this point now, uh, Mathau and his crew, now they know he's serious Uh because they actually killed somebody. Yep. At this point, it could all be bluff as as far as we know. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, fuck, they're serious? Give him the money. Get it. Get it. Get it there now. Yep. As fast as possible. So these two, these two cops <laughs> are assigned
0: to transport the money from the bank yep. to where the where the subway train is. They're driving, and of all things, they get into this giant uh, crash. Of
1: course,
0: <laughs> the car flips over. Isn't that
1: the point of a police escort? Yeah. To avoid this kind of stuff. Uh huh. You have you have motor of of, of of bike guys on bikes. They they go straight ahead, clear it, and then the guys behind. Move ahead to clear the next street. And it's, mm-hmm. just, it, it's like a, what do you call that? Uh, a perimeter? No. Fuck. Real racist term. Organized? Airport. No, it, it, we, in, in like PE class, where you run, they call it an Indian run back when I was in high school. Okay. <laughs> where you're running and the last person has to sprint to the front of the line, and then, and then the last person has to sprint to the front of the line and keeps going that way and that way and that way. Uh huh. Um, that's, that's basically what's happening here. It's a real racist term for it, but that's what they used to call it. Mm hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, to clear, clear the road, but it doesn't get cleared. All right, cop. Think it's overturned, and I'm like, oh, we're screwed. Tell the guy we got the money. We got the money. All right, you got the money. Fine. Mm-hmm. But he, so that that's the thing.
0: They're getting real close to the deadline. They're like a minute away. So Walter Matthau goes, they don't, they don't even know that if if the money's down there. Wait a minute, that's it. So he says the money's here, but they're still they still have to take it down to you. So promise not to kill a hostage. And he goes, all right, yeah, fine. Call, so the bluff actually pays off because the motorcade gets there. Yep, and they're walking down the tunnel, and then there's
1: more. There's more gunshots, Mister Gray. I, I think it's the first gunshots. I think this is when the gunshot happens. Oh yeah, because uh, up to this point, everything seems peaceful. That, uh, the gunshots are happening. The guys with the bags, are like ah, oh. mm-hmm. uh, they hit the ground. Gunfire, blah blah blah. They get to the into the train, drop off the money, like all right now, um, skedaddle. Mm-hmm. And now because now they know there's a police presence. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they assumed it was there before, yeah. but now they're like it's been verified. All right, next request is. We need green lights all the way down mm-hmm. to Coney Island or maybe that was the second yeah, movie. Yeah. They're all mixed together now. I shouldn't have watched them back Well, Coney back.
0: Island is the – what I learned from being in New York riding the trains, Coney Island is the furthest stop south okay. of all of, the, all, all of the New York transit system. Okay. So in the remake, yeah. But this one, it's to like Ferry, the Ferry building or yes, ferry, ferry Boulevard. Yeah, Ferry. So, so, yep, I remember
1: Ferry being thrown around mm-hmm. and not because of the fruitcake. Uh, and they want all the cops <laughs> cleared from the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. So no cops. And they need the power restored. Power and Power green restored, lights.
0: green lights, all the cops out of the tunnel. Yeah. And they agree. But when the power comes on, they start fucking moving the train. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa they're moving. Yeah. We haven't green lights yet. What are you doing? Like, we just gain some distance. From you and those cops yeah. that you have back there. Which, believable. Simon Gruber. Very believable. Mm-hmm. Very true. So they move it forward a few blocks, just in case there's any cops in the tunnel. So, and then uh, it stops. So they, then they stop. So Walter Mathow, so the, like the chief of police is telling Walter Mathow, well, what happens if they just jump off the train as they uh, as the train goes, and then yeah. as we're chasing the train, they're they're running off, and Walter Mathow goes, well, that's impossible because there's a dead man switch. So in case the the, the operator dies, this so, was in money train also,
1: right? Yes. Okay.
0: So the dead man switch, someone has to physically be pressing it at or all pressing times. Pressing it hard. Hard at all times. And if they don't uh, keep pressing that lever, then the train stops on its own. It's right. called the dead man switch. It's in case the operator dies or
1: has a heart attack or something. Right. For or safety reasons. Texting too long or something. So. <laughs> so. Um, in the 70s, texting is no problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No problem at all. It's called
0: mail. <laughs> so. Now that they're now that the power's back on and the the lights are green for go, they stop the train again. They get off and they manipulate the dead man switch somehow using tools.
1: Yeah, I, I don't they, understand this part of it. I don't understand either. Uh, they, but they override it, putting a, a bunch of pipes together. It seems like they're going to like hide, uh, jack the train up off of the rail somehow, and, and then. There's a button at the bottom as well to push or something. I don't know.
0: I don't know how they do it, but they do it. They override the, the dead man switch, and then the train goes off on its own. Yeah. And the passengers, they don't realize that the bad guys got off the train. Right. And now it's picking up speed. Well, one guy is like, wait a second. Did you guys count? Four guys got off the train. That was all of them.
1: Ah! And, and
0: then they start panicking. And then the undercover cop finally reveals himself. He's the hippie guy. Yeah. He jumps off the train. Which
1: had like no screen time up to this yeah. point. Yeah. Like barely maybe the background. Uh-huh. It should have been the black guy. He had the most like screen time uh-huh. uh, and like, yeah, that would have been great. That's Plus, a twist. Plus yeah. he was mad dogging
0: yeah. Mr. Blue and Mr. Blue, uh, yeah. he goes, what's the matter, brother? You yep. never seen a whatever he tells him. Yeah. You never saw a, deal-
1: a daylight in your time? Yeah. Sun- sun- sunshine, sunshine like- sun- sunrise or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Mr. Blue's just mad dogging him. So that would have been a funny twist if it turns out that was the undercover yeah. cop. But it's not. <laughs> it, it's the hippie guy. Yeah. So as they get off the train, the cop jumps off, but he fucking gets hurt when he lands on Absolutely. the train tracks. So the train goes off on its own. So here's what my mom told me about this. So the train goes off on its own. And at one point, remember, it picks up speed at like 70 miles an hour yep. as going around sharp turns. Yeah. So my mom said, whenever something doesn't work in the train, it stops for safety reasons. Okay. So she said in trains, if the dead man switch is override o- uh, overridden and the train goes on its own... Well, she said the trains now there's like sensors built in that if it hits a certain speed and the dead man switch isn't if they're both not communicating with each other, it'll stop automatically. It's called ATP uh, automatic train something. So she said, in the train. I think that's also for cars AT. Too. It, it, something like that. So
1: Something prevention, maybe?
0: Yeah. So even, she said, even these trains back then, they also have the same type of sensors where if they don't read each other, it'll stop automatically. So she said, that's the one flaw of the movies. She said, even though they overrid the dead man switch, the train still has ATP on it, so it'll still stop on its own.
1: Well, another question I have too, though, is if you're hitting the dead man switch, every, as you're pressing it, it's, it's a constant accelerate. Or is there a toggle? Be like this means go, and this separate lever is speed. I don't
0: know. I don't know about that because these trains are manually operated. So the out here, the green line, the mm-hmm. one from Norwalk to Redondo Beach, that's automatic. That's a computer controlling it. Okay. So there's no dead man switch on that. Oh, Whereas wow. every other train is manually
1: okay ridden. Because I would figure, yeah, I'm pressing the button down, but I still got to say like uh, increase, accelerate, speed, reduce uh, or, speed.
0: Or, yeah. That I don't know.
1: Yeah, because like so unless they put it on full blast. And then hit the switch. Like, that's that's going to be suspicious. You're yeah. going so fast. Uh-huh. Keep it at a constant, slow speed. Mm-hmm. That would have been the Simon way to do it. The Hans <laughs> way is just full tilt all the way. Uh, yeah. And that's when I start switching from from uh, the Simon plan to the Hans plan. Mm-hmm. So that's what winds up happening.
0: My mom said that's the only inaccurate part is the train wouldn't go fucking run away on its own. It would have stopped at some point. Right. She said that's the only. But she says it's Hollywood. You have to make it. But it, doesn't it stop at one point because it goes too fast? Well, eventually it hits a, a red. Oh, is it, is it red? I thought remember it was a speed that speed thing. Remember that old man on the train kept yeah. saying,
1: "The old super Jewish guy." It's gonna, it's gonna hit a red right at some point. Yeah, won't it? This another great part about the whole racism about it. The, the black guy was super black. This the Jewish, Jewish guy, guy was super Jewish. Jewish. Was there also the, a, the a Spanish Mexican speaker? Yet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there is the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wow, these are all over the top characters. I
0: don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but the credits. The Uh-oh. they're labeled like black guy, <laughs> uh, uh, Puerto Rican, that's great. hooker, like that, that's that's what wow. they're credited as. Beautiful, and I think, who, uh, no, yeah, it's something like that. It's like it's like black guy, hooker, Puerto Rican girl. That's great. I think that's how they're they're credited as. Oh, All you're right. looking. I'm going to check up the uh,
1: IMDb thing here. Uh, oh, the homosexual. Oh, okay. The secretary. The delivery boy. The, the alcoholic. Ho- the hooker, the, the old pimp. Man. The pimp. <laughs> there you go. That's what it is. The the hippie, the young son. The wasp.
0: What is that? White Anglo Saxon Protestant. Oh, geez. That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great. Uh, angry man, angry woman. <laughs> subway guard. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. That's so well, that's how they're credited. Oh, uh, the seventies.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> So as the so the bad guys have escaped, the train is fucking on its own, so the cops start chasing the train. Cuz they're still under the assumption that the dead man switch is still going to work. Right. Cuz Walter Mathau left the uh left his radio spot to go ride with the chief of police up upstairs. Right. But then Walter Mathow was like, "How the hell are they getting out? They've been one step ahead of us yeah. every time." Well,
1: there was, there was a, a good scene here where uh he first meets the uh the guy the whatever the captain was, the black dude. Yeah. And he he's like, "Oh, I thought you'd be um, taller. Taller. Yeah, that's that's. I don't know what I thought. I'm sorry. And he gets in the car. Yeah. There was the throwback to that line in the in the remake when oh. when Nicholas. uh Nicolas, oh, not Nicholas Cage. John when Travolta, Travolta first meets Denzel. He's like, "Oh, I thought you'd be taller." It's okay. the same line, okay. but he doesn't have the same kind of hesitation that Walter Matthau had. It was like, "Oh, I um, I thought, oh, I don't I know, I thought, what I'm I thought you'd be taller." No, it's just like, "Boom!" I thought you'd be taller. Yeah. So like, a nice little throwback. Okay. To the original.
0: So Walter Mat- Walter Mathow figures. How are they going to get out? They've been a st- uh, uh, one step ahead of us every. They've been right every way. Yeah. Unless they got off the train, and he tells the captain, "Turn around." I, I get. And the captain's like, "I told you that." And he goes, yeah. "I know, but we got to go. I got yeah. to But feeling. now it's my idea. <laughs> so he turn around. So uh, the bad guys they take off their hats. They take off their fake mustaches. This is
1: good. They get rid of the guns. But at the same time, this is also kind of dumb because nobody on the streets knows what they look like when they were in the train. It's true. So, what the... But mm-hmm. APBs. But no, nobody knows what they look like. Yeah, they... They're except not, the people no that are on the train. Yeah.
0: That's it. And they're on the train the speeding co- to their death. And the cops that are hidden in the tunnel are too far away to see anything.
1: Yeah. So, the whole dis- change of disguise, while well, a smart plan, mm-hmm. not necessary.
0: So, that's the Hans
1: plan? That's the Hans part. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that hippie cop who escapes... He jumped out and Mr. Brown was like, wait a minute, I think I saw something move off the train. Yeah. Ah, let's forget about it. Right. So they start changing. We don't got time for this. Yeah. Anybody they, got time for that? They start changing, they start switching. So Mr. Gray won't give up his gun. And Mr. Blue's like, Mr. Gray, your gun. He goes, I'm not, what if they're, what if they're waiting for us up there? I'm not going without a, without a, p- a piece. Yeah. And he goes, Mr., Mr. Gray, we agreed on our terms. And he goes, fuck you. So Mr. Blue straight out, boom, takes out Mr. Gray. There he goes. They take his money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And Mr. Brown is still standing in the tunnel. And then he gets shot and killed by the hippie cop. Yep. So two down. Two down. That's a lot more money for each of them. Uh Uh-huh. So Mr. Green escapes. And he goes, go to to where we agreed to meet. So Mr. Green escapes from the emergency exit. Right when he's walking out, like a minute later, Mathau shows up. And he goes down the same emergency exit. Yep. Mr. Blue is standing over the hippie cop, and he's gonna kill him. And he goes, uh, "You yeah, cop, the mayor will attend your funeral." And then yeah. Walter was like, "Hold it there!" There's this big confrontation, and then this caught me off way off guard. I was I didn't see this coming. Not I, I thought Mr. All. Blue was gonna try to go out in like a blaze of glory. Yeah, he he just says he says his yeah. final words. He says, uh, "Do you guys uh, execute
1: in this state?" No, that's a
0: shame. Mm-hmm. And he puts his foot on the third rail, which. You're not supposed to do. Right. Those trains down there, they have a third line. They're so powerful. If they touch you, you can blow up. Well, that's where the power comes from for the trains. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: So but, like, if you see the, the subways or whatever, the over-the-top things, that like by the freeways, they mm-hmm. have that line. That's the green line, the one above. That's right. That's the yellow line. That's the third rail, though, at the top, right? Yes. So on the on the subway level, the third rail is next to the tracks. Mm-hmm. And he just puts his foot on there. And, and he's
0: roasting. He's... Yeah.
1: He goes all Indiana Jones from drinking the wrong cup, uh-huh. basically, <laughs> and uh, game over, man. He
0: dies. So now, uh, you think Mr. Green got away with it? Oh no,
1: this 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 was disappointing. So
0: so uh, Frank Costanza <laughs> generates a list. Yeah, he's like, because Walter Matthews was like, "Where's that list I asked you to get?" Yeah, and he goes, "We got ninety eight names. Well, that that ought to narrow it down." Yeah, well, and he breaks it down. Seventeen have been rehired. 41 moved out of the state. Yeah. 30 are dead. Uh, 20 are in jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everything. So it narrows it down to like eight names. Yeah. So they go to different people's homes. Door to door. Door to door. The, the one guy who they think it is, they open the door and he's in a wheelchair. He's missing a leg. And he yeah. goes, oh, uh, yeah. never mind. that's yeah, all right. <laughs> What's funny is when they knock on the door, transit authority police... The train police? Wouldn't yeah, you be that, like... That's what, weird. Like, what the fuck are you... Yeah, like, like FBI or like, something. Like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Green, he oh, has... Girl
1: Scouts Something. Open the door.
0: Yeah. So Mr. Green is in his apartment. You gotta buy some cookies. Mr. Green's in his apartment. He has... He's like rolling around on his bed with the dough.
1: <laughs> Which isn't, doesn't look that impressive. No. It, it, he like puts it on his bed and when he lies on top of it, he covers all the money. Yeah. It's not like it's all around him like, like a... Well, even the cops make the joke. That's a million dollars? Right. That's a good one. I like that joke uh-huh. because it's too many movies make it seem like it's ridiculous. Like honest. the briefcase full of cash. It's like this giant thing. Yeah, yeah. There was one movie where they, I want a briefcase full of million dollars. They open it. and It's like three stacks or something. It's like uh-huh. what? Like what? Well, that's that's what real money looks like. Because ah. they because uh, one of his demands
0: was I want him um, in stacks stacks of fifty and dom- denominations of fifty and a hundred yeah. double double wrapped with thick rubber bands something like that. Yeah. So he's rolling around on the dough, and then he gets the knock on the door, and it's Walter Matthau. So he has the, the, the cash in his hand. He sticks it in the oven. He misses one stack. He misses one stack. So he opens the door, and they come on in. Frank stands at Walter Mathau. Yeah. And they're asking him, where were you today? Did you hear about that subway hijacking? He goes, no, I work nights. I've, I've been asleep here all all, uh, all day. And they're looking around, and he's, Mr. Green sees that his one stack is, yeah. is sticking out. So he moves, and he kicks it under his bed. Right. And he goes, well, I might have to ask you guys to leave because, uh, you know, I gotta get ready for work and I gotta take a sh- take a shower. So Frankenstein wants a light, so he says, "Don't worry, I'll use the stove." I yeah. thought he was gonna burn his money somehow.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought the same thing. That's why I thought it, it we It's going. all gonna catch on fire and it's uh, all it's game over. Uh huh. So he gets lights the match. Nothing
0: happened to his did, money. They
1: did build the suspense pretty well. Oh yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, because you're like, oh my god, because you kind of are rooting for him to get away with it at the end. A little bit little bit yeah weirdly enough yeah you kind of want Mr green to walk away with all that dough at the end
1: yeah and then uh so he does the whole thing and as they're leaving this is where it starts this is where I start turning on the movie like at the last two minutes as they're like halfway out the door he's like Get out of here, you guys. Come on. Yeah, he gets all aggressive. Yeah, like, they're leaving. <laughs> Let them leave. Don't be a dick now. Just say, yeah. sorry, officer. I wish know, I could help. Wish I could help. Let me know if there's anything I can do. Uh-huh. Instead of like, yeah, you know what? Now get out of here. You're hassling me. Oh, I'm an old man or whatever. So he's like, get out. I didn't get to ask you to leave. He's like, they're already outside. What? Because yeah. is already outside. Yeah. And, and, uh. Walter Bather. Uh. Oh, I wanted to be called by his Dennis the Miller name. Or Dennis the Menace's name. <laughs> Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. So Mr. Wilson's halfway in the door. He's like, get out. Come on. Get, go on. Get. Get. Yeah. And he's like, this is this is why? Why? You you basically got away with it. Uh-huh. You're done. Yeah. Now you're just like, for what?
0: And then as Walter is leaving, Mr. Green sneezes. And Walter Matthau goes, get us on tight." Door closes. He opens the door back in, sticks his head in. With, what, how would you describe this face he gives him?
1: To me, the face is like, the movie's over. That's, that's the look that I got from uh-huh. it. But it's supposed to be like a, mm, gotcha. Yeah. That's what it's that supposed to be. That kind of face. Yeah. Mm, I gotcha. But it, to me, it was like a, wah, wah, wah. Just like a Debbie Downer from the SNL thing. <laughs> yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. That's Yeah. That's the vibe I got.
0: And uh, yeah, so that, that's how the movie ends. Yeah. So we assume that he's busted too. Game over. They got all the money back. Because, you know, not every, you know, if only, mm-hmm. it's so dumb, dude. You can easily prove that that's not him. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, because he sneezed. Do you know how many people sneeze in the city of New York? That's it. That's enough. But eventually they're going to, you sneeze, they walk in, they do more investigating, they'll find the money, blah, uh-huh. blah, 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 Yeah, I know. But it was a real bad way to end the movie. Yeah. Because it, it, was, it was on a high note. It was basically uh-huh. all a high note. And then... Because...
0: The thing I like, like you said, there was a lot of tension. Like, oh, what are they going to do next? Like, yeah, I like. I was thinking, like, how the hell are they going to get a, get out of here? They're in a tunnel. Yeah, a lot of suspense. I really like this movie. I th- I thought Robert Shaw fucking crushed it as Mister Blue. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I like I of Mr. like the He was like Hans Gruber before Hans. Yeah. Or should I say Simon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he, it's been
1: forth. Yeah, he, he was he was very Simon for most of it. Then he became Hans, mm-hmm. and then uh, then he became dead. <laughs>
0: But the That's thing, a shame. <laughs> the thing I liked about the movie, though, like I said, it's just the pacing. We're moving, we're moving, we're moving. There's no yeah. throwaway scenes. We're moving, we're moving, we're moving.
1: Did you say who directed this? Has he done other things? Uh,
0: I don't, I don't know. He's directed like a lot of TV shows. Okay. Oh, he did Jaws Four: oh. The Revenge. Kojak. Yeah. A lot of TV, see? Oh, TV, movie, of TV. TV movie, oh, TV movie, TV movie. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. But this guy did a great job, though. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. This was a good movie. And it's almost like, not timeless, because obviously the technology is different, but there are certain movies that you watch where you kind of just ignore the the time frame of it. It's almost like universal. It could take place like during any time. Yeah. I feel like this is similar to that. Isn't that
1: another terminology for the word timeless? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it, this is a very good snapshot of New York yeah. in the 70s. Because this is like the shitty taxi driver in New York right. where there's Times Square's fucking like porno theaters and hookers. Yeah, like it's it was, that era of New York. Yeah. It's a nice snapshot of that era of New York.
1: It was. And, and it pulled it off in a way that was, it wasn't like jarring to be like, oh, th- those times existed? We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, those times yeah, existed. Yep. They sure did. Yeah, they did. So you know,
0: I enjoyed it. I was very surprised. I was like, "Damn, this movie's fucking great." As was mm. I.
1: Mm-hmm. I. I was mostly because it was pre eighty, pre nineties, way pre nineties. Yeah. I, I thought I was gonna be like, "I'm not gonna like it," but it, it was it was much more captivating than I expected it to be. Yeah. And then I watched the the, the sequel or the uh, the, the, the remake, remake, and I was just I was mostly upset. <laughs>
0: And your closing thoughts, Maestro? No, I enjoyed the movie through the whole thing. I mean, uh, the main—I mean, I just really do like watching the movie and then seeing you two go at it. Really, (laughs) especially these, especially the really good movies, you know.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Because like, it's not just you guys like just like ranting and raving from one end to another and then bickering about it.
1: You guys are like literally feeding off of each other. It's fun. Yeah, and I don't really have a chance to like you know wrench anything in this. Uh, right. or do i cool so if we do good movies you won't wrench is that what we're getting at pretty much all right we're gonna change the whole theme of this podcast <laughs> well, the, next the, week we do Deadpool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there weren't a lot to like like i said there's not a lot of fat in this movie no to bicker about or anything it's just yeah. everything makes sense for the most Too much part. Is happening
1: to be able to focus on any one thing yeah and it moves
0: yeah it moves
1: Maybe I gotta amend my whole pre nineties thing. I got there's so many good movies before yeah, 1990, yeah. dude. You just gotta ignore but how they look. Percentage wise, what would you say? Out of the movies that are pre 80s, percentage wise, 80s now. Yeah, things that I would like versus would, things that would, would not hold up at I all. I would start small, yeah, the 80s. Yeah, and do not choose the movies from Mystery
0: Science Theater. <laughs>
1: Unless you really want that kind of a thing. You know, Mr. Science Theater has a weird effect on me the same way that it has on some of our listeners. So, some people that listen to the podcast, they'll hear us destroy a movie and it makes them want to watch it. Mm. I get the same thing from Mr. Science Theater. I'll, I'll watch it like, this is so shitty. I, I kind of want to watch the original version without the commentary. Oh, without them? Yeah. Just just to see what what it is. Uh, I haven't. I, I'm not sure if I will, but I do have that curiosity. If you want to, I mean, I have quite a few of those. Oh, that does not shock me at all. I know, right?
0: <laughs> well, that was our opinion of the movie, but like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, We have, z- uh, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Let's uh, start with the bet. There are none on Rotten Tomatoes oh! from top critics. Because um, they didn't
1: have computers back then. Oh!
0: <laughs> yeah, so for a movie this old, it was hard to get... Uh, like, Anything? Rotten Tomatoes scores. I did find three good reviews from top critics.
1: Okay. And there is no uh, money. Oh, no? Okay. There's no box office. I, I don't know. It cost, uh, let's see, 74 seventy four years. That cost about $2,000 to make. <laughs> Probably grossed 7000 and it was a huge success. Which is why they made a remake. Maybe. Well, here are the good reviews. Dave Kerr of the Chicago
0: Reader says, Superior exercise in urban paranoia. The superb location work of director Joseph Sargent goes a long way towards tempering the artificialities of the plot. It's not really good. Uh, Todd McCarthy of Variety says, The Taking of Pelham 123 is a good action caper about a subway car heist under the streets of Manhattan. Okay. Okay? That's not really a review. This is factual. That's just what the movie's about. It's a synopsis review. And finally, Billy Goody Kuntz of the Arizona Republic says the original version of the Taking of Pelham One Two Three was made 35 years ago, yet it retains a quality of cool that will remain long after people have forgotten about the current version.
1: current <laughs> uh, version. That's it. um, that's like a bad review for the new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. So that's a real. So that that person reviewed that recently. Yeah. Wow. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes
0: game. This is part of the show where we make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess
1: first, the critics or the audience? Hmm. Let's do the audience. Okay. Uh, not much to complain about. Mm-hmm. But... This is also one of those that you have to go back and review it. So it's, the ratings are, that actually might help though. Hmm. I'm gonna go with a 69. Okay. Lovely number. I'm gonna consult with my computer to find out the answer. Hold on a second. 84. Oh. It's
0: 88% oh, with the okay. audience. That's surprising. And now the tomato meter, the critics.
1: Uh, it's, because it's so old, it's, it's real hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got close to it. Yeah, you did. I know. I'll let you go for oh, All right. Uh, 76. Mm-hmm. 76. I will go 83.
0: This, this is a number we've never seen. Uh-oh. It is one hundred
1: percent. Whoa! What? what in the world? Wow! Mm-hmm. I, that 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 number did not even cross my mind. No. Did Did you have a number of how many people reviewed it to get that? There's like uh. three people that I gave a <laughs> hundred.
0: Well, those are the top critics. Okay, but I think it's something like twenty,
1: ten to twenty critics. Wow. All right. I don't know about that good, but again, I, I think it's the small sampling size that yeah. makes it that boosts that high. it so high. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Paul Giamatti wasn't in this.
0: <laughs> he's been in a lot of the movies we're doing, and since we love him, so I had to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie, Mister Blue?
1: I'm always surprised how this catches me off guard. We've been doing this for so long. Mm-hmm. That question was like, oh yeah, I forgot we do that segment. Now the way the the game works, you you
0: have to take someone out to put Giamatti in. I don't uh, think you're taking out Frank Costanza No, you can't take out that one supervisor. I'm the supervisor. Yeah. On this train down here. Uh, no, he's great. He's great too. Maybe he. I could see him being that guy that gets bullied by Walter Matthau, like I'm in charge now. Okay. Where he, like knocks him to the ground. Uh, I want
1: to see him as the mayor. <laughs> okay. <yes. laughs> that would be good. That's a good one. Him dying of the flu. Yes. <laughs> oh, that would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that would have be been good. Mecha. Sure? Nine. Nah, pretty much it, man. Mayor. Yeah. Good. All right. I agree.
0: Now it's time for trivia. <laughs> this is part of the show where we give out little bits of facts and like, info. You may not know about the movie. Since the film's release, number six, the number six train has. N- has never been scheduled to leave Pelham Bay Park Station at either thirteen twenty three or one twenty three by the New York City Transit Authority. Wow, this was the practice for many years until the policy was discontinued. Trains are still not scheduled to leave the Pelham Bay Park Station at either one twenty three a.m. or one twenty three
1: p.m. I wonder uh. why. Yes, yeah, it, I mean it's not like they're this is going to happen. <laughs> the copycats of a movie. I don't know. Oh, that's a good movie to do, Copycat. Yeah, so going to be here. Of a mo- oh 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 yeah that'd be a
0: good one to do. Mm. Yeah. Filming of the subway scenes began in late November 1973 and lasted through January 1974. Though the scenes were filmed on a track that had been out of use since the 1940s, they were close enough to f- to the still functioning A and E lines that that takes had to be done in between those trains coming through because of their noise and lights. Uh-huh.
1: The meaning oh, Spe- oh, speaking of noise, uh-huh. uh, one thing that kind of bumped me but also made it seem more realistic was. The amount of chaos that was happening in the control room while this was all happening. Like I would figure like, everybody get out, we got a situation to handle. But like, no no, but trains other trains are still trying to manage themselves yeah. and get done. So that that kind of was like, Why are they being so loud while this huge situation is happening? But like, that's eh, that'd be reality. Yeah. It'd have to be. Uh The meaning of Pelham One Two Three
0: refers to the New York subway timetable, terminus, and time of departure schedule radio call sign. As explained in the movie, Pelham is the name of the station of origin where the subway train departs, and One Two Three refers to the time of departure, one twenty-three p.m. Mm-hmm. In a TVO interview, the producer said that the film did terrific box office in New York, London, Toronto, and Paris, all cities with subways, but was considered a flop in the rest of the world. Yeah, uh, because I don't know what a subway subways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They got trench on the ground? What the?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like I said, I couldn't find any information on the how much it made or it's gross or anything. So there's no game for yeah, that one. That's fine.
1: Why? Where can you watch The Taking of Pelham 123? Yeah, you can watch it on Amazon, man. Mm-hmm. Amazon.com. But before you go to there. What? Go to there. Uh, before you go there, go to <laughs> ratpackpodcast.com. Click on the banner we have on our website. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. Yep.
0: That was the taking of Pelham 123, directed by Joseph Sargent. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilershow. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week, we are watching a movie that Adam's picking. Oh? Starring Mackie Mac.
1: What is that movie, Adam? That is uh, based off a video game, a video game which I enjoyed a lot when it came out. Mm. Uh, They did a movie adaptation which was... Awful. Spoiler alert. I hated the movie. Uh, it is Max Payne. Oh. The video game was amazing. It told a, a great, great story, and then the movie came along and did not do that. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. I've never seen it, so
1: okay. I never played the game. Oh, man. So I'm going in blind. I want to play some clips from the game at some point. Okay. Before the next recording, I want to show you some clips just to see what uh, – it's, it's 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 a, it's a mindfuck. Yeah. Okay. The meaning of bullet time. All mm. right. And that'll be on Facebook Live. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, tune into our Facebook. uh, What is it? Uh, Facebook.com slash Spoilers Show. That'll be uh, Wednesday around 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mm -hmm. So tune into that. You can watch a live version of the podcast. Yep. Are we dressing in suits?
0: Oh, and you're going to get my Fifty Shades Freed review. Oh, that's Uh, right. The the pre-recording. boy. I'm
1: dancing in my pants. What a treat. What a treat <laughs> indeed.
0: So, I just want to shout out to my mom. Thank you for requesting. Yes. I never you. would have seen this movie if you told me to watch it. Thank you, Mrs. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, Mom. And uh, until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. Uh, I'm Adam.